Twin Flames is a podcast created by best friends and twin flames, Chloe and Hillary, about personal development, shifting the perspective, and getting in touch with the best version of yourself. Chloe is a practicing eclectic witch, entrepreneur, and clairvoyant. Hillary is a mindfulness expert, happiness educator, and practicing therapist trainee. We combine our strengths and knowledge to bring you the best of what we've found has been helpful to us on our respective journeys. Oh my god, Chloe. What? I woke up today and I just like, the only way that I have to describe how I felt waking up today was, have you ever seen in those old cartoons? I guess they're not that old, but you know, um, what is old? Point being, in those <laughs> cartoons where there was like a cartoon skeleton and then all the bones would just like pop off and fall down into a big clump. <laughs> yes. That's how I felt waking up today. That's how I feel now. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm pretty sure they had like a Mickey skit on that or like some kind of like Halloween, some Disney business. I've seen that in like a cartoon or like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The older, the older, um, it was like older Disney Channel. They would have like little skits in between with like Donald or whoever. They did, didn't they? Holy shit, mm-hmm. that was forever. Goofy ago. also had some too that nobody ever knows what I'm talking about when I bring that shit up. That's so <laughs> crazy. I have not thought about that in, I, I literally don't even know how long. No lie. I watched Disney until I was like 22. I see nothing wrong with that. I watched Disney forever. That's and so I feel like I saw a big progression. Like, I remember childhood Disney. Like, okay, this is eight side stories. Do you remember that commercial in front of old VHS movies that were Disney where it was like the little girl getting ready to go to Disneyland and she, there was like a suitcase and. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I do. I watched a movie, um, oh, I don't remember exactly what I watched, but it was an older Disney movie, and I saw that commercial, and I was like, bitch. Oh my god, (laughs) I remember that. That was crazy. I remember the old Disney Channel, too. Was that? I think so. Did you ever watch Out of the Box? Oh my god, yes. Out of the box. Out of the box. Hell yeah. (laughs) Dude, they were the ones who taught me how to make the fucking rainmaker where you put like beans inside of a like toilet paper holder and you could just like, yeah. yeah. That was the best. Dude, I think you're the only person I've ever talked to that knows that show. (laughs) That was an amazing show. I'm really sad that other people don't know it. That's like not knowing about what a Tamagotchi is. Like... I mean, yeah, you know, oh, my God. Sorry. Now I'm thinking about that song. So long. Farewell Farewell to you, my friends. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. My childhood. (laughs) Now I'm having all kinds of memories like Blue's Clues and all of that. It was great. Yeah, and how we both didn't know Blue was a girl for, like, ever. I know, which also, like, in reflecting on that, how much does that speak to our own implicit biases that we're unaware of that are Right, it's like, oh, you're blue, so obviously you're a boy. Right, and why is blue a boy color? Like, what the hell is that? Did you know that actually didn't used to be true? It used to be flipped. That makes sense to me. Like, Like... Pink used to be for boys and blue is for girls. I don't remember. I didn't know that. When? Sometime in the earlier 1900s, though. It was, like, more recent than not. Interesting. Well, I mean, 
Blue's like a soothing, calming color that's associated with so many other things. Why do we have right? to gender it? I mean, even in magic, that's how it is. When you light like blue candles, those are for like peace and tranquility. Yeah. Like blue yeah. is the peace color. Totally. I don't know. It's all weird to me. I just think gendering inanimate objects or like colors, it's just... To me, it makes no sense. I'm like, how does a color have a gender? Right. A this is why color. I will never, I mean, I'm probably never having kids. I will never do a gender reveal. Like, well, I will never do that. I also just like, if we're going to get real technical here, gender reveal, it's technically a sex reveal, you know? Because right. it's their sex. Gender is a construct. We don't know their gender <laughs> identity yet. I'm getting real progressive over right. here. Right. I told Andrew <laughs> that... If we ever have kids and I have a baby shower, I want my baby a shower instead of like, it's a girl or it's a boy. I want to do it's a vegan. (laughs) And like the whole party's just going to be like woodland themed. (laughs) It's a vegan. Cute, cute. Wow, this has gone quite a ways. Yeah, we just fell down a very serious rabbit hole. (laughs) Oh my God. That was great though. Um, so none of that really has to do with what we're talking about today. No. <laughs> Though I guess my, my skeleton, crumpled skeleton feeling is sort of along those lines. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, because today we are talking about burnout. Yes. Which I said way more happy than burnout is. Yeah. Bur- it's like burnout. Yes. that That's <laughs> the way it should be said. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So what is burnout, Hillary? Yes, yes, that is the question that we always have to start, isn't it? Isn't yes. it? Yes. Um so you know us. We like a good definition. We like a comprehensive definition. So yes. bear with me. It's a bit lengthy. Um so this definition actually came from uh, a link that we're gonna put down in the description. Um, I really want to suggest that everyone, if you're interested or need some tips or info on burnout, like check out that link. It's great. We'll talk about it later too. But uh, this came from there and it says, burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. As the stress continues, you begin to lose the interest and motivation that led you to take on a certain role in the first place. Burnout reduces productivity and saps your energy, leaving you feeling increasingly helpless, hopeless, cynical, and resentful. Eventually, you may feel like you have nothing more to give. The negative effects of burnout spill over into every day, every area of life, excuse me, including your home, work, and social life. Burnout can also cause long-term changes in your body that make you more vulnerable to illnesses like colds and flu. Because of its many consequences, it's important to deal with burnout right away. I love it. And really, I feel like even though lengthy, it really encompasses. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Sorry, now I'm just thinking about burnout. (laughs) I know. I know, right? It just, I mean... The thing about burnout is that, okay, we've probably all experienced it at some point or another, you know, and I do think that part of that is a consequence of how we've set up our society and how we expect people to function in this world, which, if I'm honest, is a bit ridiculous and goes completely against our 
actual needs oh yeah and i mean i think in our we are nature i'm not sure what the podcast episode is called but when we talk about like how we are nature hillary and i go extensively into how um basically like it's not right like human body wise like we look at how our ancestors lived they did not work the way that we work Mm -hmm. and it's actually quite ridiculous how much is put on us yeah totally and how much we put on ourselves yes absolutely and like the thing that gets me is this is such a it's such a toxic cycle because what it is is it's like You don't think that you have the luxury to stop or slow down, so you keep pushing yourself and keep going and going and going, but then you're met with this state of burnout, and you pretty much have no choice but to stop or slow down. And so it's like, oh, I don't don't have the time, I don't, I can't stop, I can't slow down. Well, if you don't stop and slow down now, you're going to have to anyway, because you're going to reach your breaking point. It's true. So, and it comes on strong. I think we all know that. Like, it hits you hard. Oh, yes. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Um, So I do want to share some of my own experience with burnout. It's crazy to me because, like, if I'm honest, and I'm not proud of this, but burnout kind of feels like an old friend, you know, where it's like, I don't, and not like a healthy old friend, like the old friend that you're like, okay, cool, but you've been around for a while and you're not really beneficial in any way to my life. Right. You know, but you just keep coming back. <laughs> you just keep coming back. <laughs> um, and so every once in a while, um, and I've spent a lot of time thinking about why this is, why we get stuck in these cycles. I think part of it is societal. Some things can be passed down in different cultures or families um, or even messages that we get from our peers or, you know, in school or at work or, The ways that this can come up are numerous and probably um, infinite, really. Uh, So that's beside the point, because we know that this can come up from a number of ways. The question is, like, when it comes up, what happens and why does it continue to happen? And really, part of it, it's that cycle, like okay i'm stressed i'm overwhelmed okay i'm stressed i'm overwhelmed well i still have more to do i'll keep doing more things and then i'm still stressed i'm still overwhelmed then you're not taking care of yourself and you're stressed and you're overwhelmed and you continue to do all of the things and it just creates this cycle where it's like when do you get to take a break when do you get to stop and i remember um probably gosh what year is it now 2019 so probably a little less just slightly less than 10 years ago, I would have, and I think I've talked about this before, but I would have full days to the extent that I was, I counted it one time, I was going for about 17 hours straight, just one thing after another, after another, after another, and it never stopped. And I think the problematic part about that is I didn't see anything wrong with it. Not only did I not see anything wrong with it, I was getting positive feedback because of it, you know, like I would go and do all of these things and people would really be grateful or I'd get good grades or, you know, people would want to hang out with me or whatever it may be. And so then I would just continue and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but it was at the expense of my own well-being, my own health, my own happiness. And I will say that since then I've taken a lot of time and energy and 
really done a lot of work to be able to slow down, to allow myself to be rather than do, which is literally like a completely different way of living, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I still find, I mean, one of the reasons that this topic came up for me is I feel like I'm approaching a point of burnout right now. And this is after doing years of work to try and manage the stress and up my self-care and do all of these things that are like really good and combat burnout. And it does combat the burnout. I'm not saying that burnout is inevitable. I am saying that there are some times where you have a lot to do and sometimes you can work with it and sometimes you fall into these patterns, you know, and I am at that point where I've fallen into some patterns of, okay, well, I know that I have a big test coming up, really, really big. And so I'm pushing myself pretty hard to be prepared for that and still take care of myself and still tend to other things in my life. That's a lot all in itself. And so each day that I say, okay, well, I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to do more of this. And I'm working really hard It's a short period of time, and so I can say, okay, cool, for this week, I'm going to put a lot of effort into this. But then I started feeling my body say, hey, you gotta slow down, you gotta stop. And I think, interestingly for me, um, and I can't speak to anyone else's experience, but that's how I get a lot of these messages. It's not necessarily a thought. It's really messages from my body. It's like my yeah. body feels dragged down. I feel weak. I feel fatigued. I can't think straight. I can barely stand. Like things like that or, you know, feeling sick or all kinds of things. And for me, it's all very physical. And so I get these signals from my body. And it used to be that I would push it aside and say, that doesn't matter. I need to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. As if all of these other things are more important than my well-being. And that's just not true, y'all. Like, it's just not true. Your well-being is of paramount importance, period. Yeah. And so I still, at this point, I have to catch myself. And luckily, I've gotten to the point where I can. And I'll say it did take some time to get to a point where I could even recognize the signals from my body. But now I go, oh, wow. I am feeling absolutely exhausted. Like, okay, what can I do for me to make sure that I'm okay? And that's the question that I ask myself. And then I'll look at my calendar and I'll say, well, hey, can I move things around? Can I take a few hours here? Can I take a day off there? Can I uh, give myself some love, some self-care, be really gentle with myself? Can I do something I enjoy? Can I take a nap? The options are limitless. But it takes, first of all, the recognition of the cycle for me it was first recognizing that i was in this cycle first and foremost and then acknowledging that it was not healthy for me it was not the person i wanted to be not how i wanted to live my life and honestly i'm a firm believer that that level of stress that consistently not just affects us in the ways that we can like pick up on I'm a firm believer it destroys our insides as well, like both literally and metaphorically. It has long-term effects on our health. Yeah, you it know, does. Um, And our concept of ourself and our soul. And I mean, there's so many things. And so once I recognized the cycle, I was able to say, okay, 
now I see this, I don't like it, I do want to change it, so how can I do that? And for me, the best way to change a cycle is to pick up on the things that start it. So you see exactly when does this start to become a problem. Um, so racing thoughts, oh, okay, my mind won't stop going, I'm gonna need to take some time for myself to chill out. Or, oh, wow, my body's sending me signals right now, I need to listen to that and really tend to it. All of that stuff really helped me to be able to say, okay, this burnout is real, it is recurring, and I'm going to find a way to address it, and this is how. And for me, that's how it works, is I like to try and catch myself before I get to the point of burnout. When I'm starting to have those thoughts or feelings, then I like, okay, I'm going to set aside a day for myself, you know? Um... Whatever I can do for me to help make it a little easier, I will do. Um, And then there's times where, like I said, like now, big test coming up. Sometimes I do have to push a little harder. And I want to say that because I recognize that we do have obligations and things to take care of. And I'm not ever going to say like, oh, just blow off that deadline at work. Oh, well, you know, who cares about your test at school? Like, it's not that at all. It's making time and space for yourself within that. So maybe I do need to study extra hard. That doesn't mean I can't take care of me while I do that. Yes. Yeah. So. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, that's... (laughs) It's interesting because since I feel like I'm approaching a state of burnout and I'm really trying to be cognizant of it, I can feel as I'm talking that cognitive fog and that like the questioning of, did I just say the same thing five times in a circle? (laughs) Oh oh no, you didn't. (laughs) Oh good, because I'm only half here right now. (laughs) She's the bag of bones. Yeah. Well, it's not a bag. She's the pile of bones. The pile of bones. (laughs) Uh, but that's really all I got and uh, we will be back in just a minute to hear Chloe's story after this word from our sponsors so I was telling Hillary before we started this I was like man I feel like I talk about the same three major topics it's like I talk about my career in gaming and how that ended I talk about the death of my sister and I talk about the friendship breakups that I went through because they were all so impactful and all happened in such a short span of time all at once basically so um my insecurity is showing and I'm going to apologize right now if y'all are just tired as fuck of hearing about this but I felt like it was very much resonant of what we're talking about today with burnout. And honestly, even just hearing Hillary's side of things and us talking before recording, it just really, I was like, wow, that really is what I experienced. Like, I really did experience just long-term burnout. And that's exactly what it ended up being. And so y'all know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, um, I used to game um, I did gaming on YouTube predominantly, some on Twitch under the Persona Coffee, and that was like literally my livelihood. There were multiple stints when my um, husband wasn't working and I was like the sole provider doing that. And so uh, you got to imagine I was working something insane, like 16 to 18 hour days and no weekends, no time off, like constantly. I can't even tell you 
how many times my husband would like come into my office space and be like, hey, are we going to hang out tonight? Like really hopeful. And I would be like, no, we're not. I have to get this done, this done, this done, and this done. Like, sorry. And honestly, sometimes I feel like, and my husband and I have talked about this extensively, being married to a creative type is actually really difficult because you're dealing with them having their super highs and lows of creative energy because creativity is not something that just like you can constantly coast on. Mm -hmm. Um, It fluctuates ridiculously. So Um, true. And in times when I lose inspiration and I lose my ability to push forward, like I am the most, if y'all have ever seen Hal's moving castle, when Hal comes home and he's like covered in goo, or he's just like really depressed because he feels ugly. Like that's how I feel like I actually look when I have no inspiration and no creative mojo. Like I just turn into a pile of disgusting sap. Oh, we have so many piles going on right now. <laughs> oh shit, we do. It's a pile day. I turn into slime. You turn into a pile of bones. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, um. But basically, this went on for months. Like, I'm willing to say years. Because what happened in my career was I got to a point where I got and started getting invited to events. And this to me, like, that was the bar that I had set for myself when I started, like, taking my gaming career very seriously, when it stopped becoming a hobby and stopped being for fun. And it was actually my job because my family depended on it. Like, once I started getting invited to events, that was my number one goal. When I get invited to events, I will know that I've made it. And so basically my career peaked and then I didn't know where I was going after that. I was like, oh shit, I have no direction. Like, this is the peak. This is everything that I wanted. What do I do with this now? Mm. So I'm going to say maybe even for the better part of two years, I worked like this. Just like, oh, how can I make the content better? How can I reach more people? How it no longer became fun. It became about how I could get the most views, how I could get the most audience engagement. And it was all like numbers analytics and how much money I was making on ads. (laughs) And mind you, all of this foiled in with the adpocalypse of 2017. If y'all are not familiar, if you don't live on the internet, um, there was a huge, they call it the adpocalypse because ad companies just started pulling out of YouTube left and right. And um, based off of some like racial slurs that were made from a really famous YouTuber, ad companies were just dropping YouTube left and right. And it hurt everybody across the board. Every creator was losing money, like hundreds, thousands of dollars. (laughs) And so like income for everybody that was YouTuber just dropped. Now, mind you, this was my family's livelihood. I didn't feel like I had the luxury to stop. Mm -hmm. And so that it became about numbers. It was no longer fun anymore. And then around the end of, I'm going to say probably in like September, October, November, December, like the fall and winter of 2018, I just realized there was no time. I never had time for my spouse. I never had time for friends. I never had time. I wasn't doing anything that I actually wanted to do. And it was starting to get to me. Now, mind you, over a year of me genuinely just not focusing on anything that I loved led up to this. So I must have some serious stamina. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And it felt like nothing I did was ever enough. Like my house was always a mess, no matter how much I cleaned it because I didn't have time. My work, nothing was improving. If anything, I was losing numbers. Mm. 
And I just came to this point where I was like, dude, this isn't working. And I was really starting to consider like, I was getting angry, as Hillary had said earlier. I felt like everything I was doing was going completely unappreciated. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like my viewership wasn't there. The community wasn't there. Now, mind you, that's not the fucking truth. That's lies that your brain will start to tell you that your shit goes unappreciated. Mm-hmm. Because there are multiple community members that have even stayed with me into, like, my newer stuff that I just love and adore. And I'm so grateful that they're around. Well, um, and, like... I mean, I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, well, yeah, because if we're giving every single bit of energy and like time and like everything that we have, there's no amount of appreciation that could be enough. No, for that. there was no amount of appreciation that would have been enough for me. Yeah. Like none. <laughs> of course. I don't even know what I was working towards. Like there was no, there was nothing that could have been given to me that would have fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Even if I had made more money, that wouldn't have fixed it because I would have just like, I would have put it on myself to feel like, okay, how can I keep earning this? Mm-hmm. It would have just become, what is that that you call that, Hillary, where you get to a certain point and you're like, okay, well, what's next now? Like, you're never like grateful with what you have. There's always more. Yeah, it's the hedonic <laughs> treadmill effect and it's called yes. the greatest thief of happiness. It really is, though. Mm-hmm. Or the greatest <laughs> hindrance to happiness. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. So... Um, I remember in, I want to say around about October, like I came back from this huge escapade that I went on in Europe that was a trip that was for, um, gaming, something that was given to me, which was so nice. Um, I got to go to London. It was a big deal. Um, but I remember coming home and I just felt so empty. I was like, I should feel, oh my gosh, sorry, I was crying. (laughs) I I remember feeling like, Chloe, you're at the top of your game. Why do I feel so empty? Why do I feel like nothing I'm doing is enough? And even though I'm literally everything I could have ever wanted and imagined is here for me, why doesn't it feel like enough? Oh my gosh. I like, <laughs> I so get that. And this is eight side stories. But no, like, go for it. <laughs> two things. One, I think that's a chronic illness in our society because we're focusing on material things, status and image. So all these extrins- extrinsic things rather than like soul fulfilling intrinsic values. Yeah. But also um, on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the start of the whole series is the main character getting this huge promotion. She's being made partner at her law firm in New York. Like, it's huge. And she starts, like, she goes, oh, okay, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna go get a smoothie. I'll be, I'll be right back. And she, like, goes out of the building, starts having a panic attack, and the whole time she's saying, this is what happy feels like. This is happy. I should be happy. This is what happy feels like. Why am I not happy? And right. it's that. It's like, y- it was you exactly things, that. but, like, I'm not okay. And I remember... Yeah, that's exactly how it was. I was like, I should be so happy, but I'm not. This Something about this still isn't enough. I feel so empty. And I remember sitting and reading my tarot cards and I just knew, like, you know how sometimes your body just gives you like such a surefire message that what you're thinking about is correct, that like all of the nerves on your body just like fucking vibrate and all your hair stands up. And I had like one of those 
And the thing that I was thinking about was, I need to walk away from this. This Mm. doesn't make me happy. And even though this is so huge and I've had so many opportunities and I've worked on this for so many years, I have to leave this behind. And I didn't necessarily get the message that it was going to be forever, but it was like a clean break. It was like, you need to literally put the fucking computer mouse down (laughs) and walk away. And I still didn't. I still didn't. I still, I went completely against my body's own wishes and I still tried to hammer it out until February the following year. And that was when I feel like I finally hit a wall where I was just like literally every, like the universe is always going to give you, like if you don't fucking do what you're supposed to do for your own soul's path, like it will put roadblocks in your way. (laughs) Yeah. And that was exactly what happened. Not only was I completely mentally, physically exhausted and burnt out, but like every time I uploaded a new video, I would lose subscribers. I would lose viewers. Like it was a point where I was putting every single ounce of my effort in and everything was just like I would lose instead of gain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And at the time that was extremely frustrating. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I just... It took me a few weeks to, like, come to the final decision. I didn't just, like, make that decision overnight, surprisingly. Even though I'm, like, an all or nothing, it did take me time to say, okay, what am I going to do? And I made, like, a whole video kind of saying, like, hey, I'm not really coming back to this. I'm going to go focus on my spirituality for a while. And I don't know if I'm ever coming back to this. That took a lot. My audience was very upset about that, but... Most of them extremely supportive, which I didn't need anybody's support to go and take care of myself, but Mm. it certainly feels nice when you have it. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's such a powerful message too. I didn't need anyone else's support to go and take care of myself. Like, hell yes. Ugh, love (laughs) that. I honestly took an entire month off to where I just did nothing. I painted, I meditated, I looked at tarot cards. I played, well, actually I didn't play any video games. I wasn't ready. Um... I did whatever sparked joy and whatever I wanted to do. And then I ended up coming back and realizing that I still wanted to like teach. Teaching kept coming up for me. And so I ended up kind of moving more into a realm of that with everything I'm doing now. But the point is, oh, something major I left out of that story Um, with the universe throwing roadblocks in your way. I also got sick and lost my voice for an entire month. Yeah, I literally that. like technically it was a little over a month. And you can't make YouTube videos without your voice in the field that I'm in. So the universe was like, how dare you? Like, how dare you disobey me? Now you don't get to speak. Isn't it so interesting? (laughs) I find one, like, this is one thing I find really fascinating. And this is so key, I think, in burnout, in my experience, is like, okay, so like I said, we think we don't have the luxury of time to like even take five minutes for ourselves as we're doing all this stuff and then we hit burnout and it's like okay well now you don't have a choice and our bodies like your body was like nope you can't do it so there you go and so i just find that fascinating that we're not willing to take like five minutes out of our day here or there and then we end up having to take like a day a week a month because our body is like nope you're down and out absolutely not Well, and what's funny is even during that whole month, I didn't take that time to just like do me. I took that time to sit in stress about like why it wasn't working and I was so frustrated. Mm -hmm. (sighs) So 
honestly, I don't know how I had the stamina to work through as much as I did. I definitely did not let most people know. I'm one of those people. I'm a Taurus, man. We are in it for the long haul. We are in it for the slow and steady progression. We're the bull, man. And we don't really let people see us sweat, (laughs) especially in the business realm. But honestly, I was just telling Hillary today how full circle it had come and how I can look at that time. And I'm like, wow, I was severely unhappy, severely anxious, like Mm -hmm. so much. There were so many signals coming from my body and my mental state that like I needed to take a major break. And once I finally did that, now I feel like I'm creative. Now I feel like I have the ability to just like do things that really do spark joy, not because I feel like I have to do them. Yeah. And that feeling too, because I think that's pretty key in um, chronic burnout as well. Because I think both you and I have described chronic burnout. Now, burnout can like pop up, but when it's a cycle and it keeps repeating or it's sustained for a long period of time, then it's chronic. And I think that's what both of us are talking about. Yeah. And like, I just totally lost my train of thought because i got so caught up in thinking about like how different that is we were just Um, saying that we both experience chronic like we're talking about chronic burnout and how like it can still pop up in little ways but and it's that feeling that you're talking about you know that feeling of like i don't feel satisfied fulfilled purposeful i like that empty feeling yes i think emptiness is the best way that i could describe it it's this sense of like I'm doing all this stuff, but I'm also doing nothing, you yeah. know, like, like none of it really matters anyway, kind of feeling. Um, exactly. And I think that you're right, because there's so many signals. The physical signals are totally a thing. And oh, then there's also 100. the emotional signals and the mental signals. For me, the mental signals are like fog. Like, yes. Like, I can't quite think how I know that I can when I'm at my optimal level. The emotional is totally that emptiness that you're describing, and you described it so well. And (laughs) the physical, I think the physical varies from person to person and depending on the situation. But there's something I know, at least for me, that like physically stops you dead in your tracks. Yes. It's just crazy how all of that has played out. I just like... Honestly, I wish I could go back in time and just, like, hug that version of myself and be like, dude, it's okay. Like, you can take a break. It's not going to kill you. (laughs) It's going to kill you if you don't. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what's cool? We can do that in active imagination and visualization. You're totally right, though. And it's so – trust me, I've tried – I've done some of that stuff and, like, oh, there's just – it's fun. It's great. It's soul healing, like – Close your eyes one day, get in touch with that self. If you have struggles or you get flooded, like, get some help. Don't try and do it on your own. But, like, oh, just give some love to your younger self. Yes. So good. (sighs) It's weird because I feel like even when I think about it today, this was, like, such a great topic for today because I'm so not there like i know you are experiencing a lot right now i'm not trying to shit on that (laughs) but like i recognize where i've come from and i'm so not in that same state of burnout and i'm so grateful that i'm not there totally because it genuinely was chronic burnout yeah and you know interestingly i don't even think i'm where i was before you know i i am feeling close to burnout right now 
but before it was like there was no such thing as close to burnout for me before it was just i'm in burnout period i couldn't recognize getting close to it i couldn't manage it i couldn't do anything about it and now it's like oh i see this coming on so i'm gonna address this before it gets to a point where it's a problem yes and it's so lovely you know and this i will say it's been a long time since I've felt burnout like this. Like, it comes up every once in a while. Um, but it's this test, man. <laughs> and by the but time hey, this airs, it'll be over, which is great. That's what I was going to say. But at least by the time this one's out, it'll already be over for you. <laughs> and then it's right back to non-burnout life, which is the best life. <laughs> When are we going to go to Glen Ivy Hillary? Uh, like, so soon, please. <laughs> like, so soon. I want to go now. I want to be there uh, right now. Like, I wish. right now. <sighs> anyway, off into fantasy land for a moment. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's move on to homework, yeah? Yes, we do have some homework for you guys. And um, honestly, the thing I want to say before we even dive into homework is that Take what works for you and leave the rest. And I know we say that with almost every single podcast, but some things in the homework section are going to work wonderfully for some people. And some of it is like you couldn't even physically imagine trying to do that when you feel so burnt out. Yeah, exactly. So completely agree. So also, I'm pretty sure you can't hear him because I don't see my mic picking it up in audacity, but my cat is just screaming outside of my door right now. (laughs) So I apologize in advance. My Gemini son, Medes, he loves talking and he is just so upset that he is not the star of the show right now. Poor baby wants to be the star. But he'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, I completely agree with you. Uh, But yeah, yeah. Take what resonates and leave what doesn't. Um, because it's one of those things, like, there's some things that we're going to bring up, and it's like, if you're in a certain mental and emotional state, and you're a certain personality type, it may be the best thing for you, or it may be the worst thing for you. The key to this is don't try to, like, push yourself to do something that you think you should do. Do something that feels right to you. And if you have trouble with that, check out our episode on feeling into things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we have several things that we want to give to you all. Um, First of all, I mentioned earlier that there's an article that we're going to link down below. Definitely, yes. definitely check that out. Uh, I scrolled through it. It has tons of information, not just on what burnout is and what causes it, but also as you scroll down, it'll tell you ways to manage burnout and some ideas, different things to try and scroll all the way to the bottom. Don't be fooled. There's not just one section on things that you can do. (laughs) There's like four or five. So check that out. Definitely. Try some things. And we weren't going to proofread it. It's funny, funny side story. We weren't going to proofread it. We were like, oh, it's a dot org. We trust it. <laughs> it's true, though. We're like, ah, dot org. Like, it's probably fine. But then we actually looked at it and it's legit. So it's like really good. Yeah. Um, One of the things that I wanted to cover for homework, this is one of those, this might work for you and it might not, mm-hmm. is cleaning. Mm-hmm. Um, For me personally, cleaning can be very therapeutic. And I noticed that it really does change how I feel like 
almost 100% every single time. If my yeah. house is a mess, it is a surefire sign of a cluttered mind. And oh, so totally. once I clean everything up around the house, I will feel insanely better. Yeah. Um, but again, I know that's not going to be a thing for everyone because for some people, when you are in such a state of burnout, cleaning anything just sounds like too much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with that on all levels. Um, cleaning gives me a peace of mind, too. It's There's something really nice about it. It's like, ah, my space is clean and so are my thoughts. <laughs> Um, yes. So I love that. Uh, there's one that we, okay. So I want to talk about taking a break and I want to frame this in two different ways. Cause okay. we were talking earlier and we had said like, we want to encourage you all to take a day if you need it. Um, we also recognize that may not work for everyone's schedule. If you can manage a day, like, okay, first of all, if you're a person who has been working extremely hard and you have vacation days and sick days and personal days saved up at work and you just aren't touching them for some reason give yourself a fucking day they will pay you for it yes like you deserve it you deserve some time that's why you have those days right i also know that that's not everyone's experience that's not everyone's work that's not everyone's life so whatever time you can take give yourself the permission to take that time, whether it's a day, a few hours, or I want to throw this out there, a few minutes each day. So you don't have to just set aside like, oh, I can only tackle my burnout and tend to myself if I have a whole day set aside. No, give yourself five minutes each day if that's all you can manage and do something that really fills up your soul. Yes, please. (laughs) Seriously. And that kind of goes into another one, which I guess is kind of this same thing but different self-care <laughs> yeah like so much self-care and we have an episode on that too just do all yes. the self-care and, and don't focus on like one area like self-care isn't and we say this every time self-care is not just bubble baths and champagne like yeah. maybe online that's the truth for some people yeah. but self-care is a multitude it is all the areas it is physical it is mental it is you know self-care can 100 percent be going out for a jog but it can also be taking a bubble bath and having a glass of wine so i don't feel like it has to be one kind of self-care because that's what a the internet is projecting outward or because that's just what you've been taught it's all areas and like finding a balance in that i think that we're all drawn to a certain area of self-care so some people may like fixate on the physical some may fixate on the emotional or some you know there's so many different areas and so find where you might be lacking and rebalance in that direction and um I'm going to see if I can find a self-care assessment to link down below. Uh, What I want you all to know about this is with the self-care assessment, this is not a tool for you to look at how you're failing and to judge yourself. Don't you dare use it for that. It is simply to get ideas of ways to do self-care in different areas and to see where you may need some rebalancing. That's all it is. So take that perspective. And please don't judge yourselves. Give yourself love. (laughs) Um, Another thing you guys may want to do, and I really encourage this one probably above all, but that's because it's my personal thing that I was always avoiding that I feel like since I've implemented, it's helped me besides the cleaning, of course, um, is to pick up a hobby. Don't 
do something because you want to show it to others or you need to produce something for someone else, pick up a hobby because it genuinely is something that fascinates you and that you can give your time to for yourself, Mm. not because you're trying to prove your worth to someone else with it. I find that at least for creative types, if y'all are out there listening, um, I find that a lot of us will pick up hobbies with the pursuit of wanting to show it to others or give it to others, but Mm -hmm. find something that is just for yourself. Mm. Yes. Yes. And don't let yourself trick you into saying, it's just for me. I'm just also doing it for this other person. Yeah. You're just tricking (laughs) yourself. Do something that is only for you for once. (laughs) (laughs) And... Lastly, on our list, we have just be rather than do. Totally, totally, which is a challenge in our society and our culture. Like it is very challenging, but there's such goodness in it. It's that rebalancing again, you know, Yes. it's not that we need to spend all of our time being and no time doing or vice versa. It's that we need both, you know, um, oh, And this actually was from the website. I wrote it down because I thought it was a really cool thing. And it's very in line with our stuff. Shift your perspective. Oh, yes. So like, (laughs) and I was thinking about it while we were talking and I realized, so I had this job a while back that I really did not like. Like, let's be real. I was trying to be nice about how I phrased it, but I didn't like it. Um, And... I realized I was going in there every day feeling exhausted and like I hated it. I didn't want to be there. What am I doing? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, ultimately, I needed to change it and I did. And that's good. Um, But in the moment, I had to really shift my perspective and say, oh, this customer service job gives me the opportunity to make a people's day a little bit better. You know, I want every person who comes to my counter to walk away a little bit better than when they walked up. You know, yes. Um, and so shifting the perspective too can help uh, to a certain extent as well. And we're all about yes. that. <sighs> yes, I love it. Yay! So <sighs> I think that's all we have. Really, that is all we have. Beautiful <laughs> people, thank you so much for giving us your ears today. And please remember to follow us everywhere around the web, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're always sharing inspirational information with you guys. And uh, if you would like to get your hands on a free guided meditation that Hillary made, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. Uh, If you follow us on any of our social media accounts and then share our information. So whether that's sharing it in your story on Instagram, retweeting on Twitter, or uh, sharing it on Facebook, and then you just take a screenshot of that send it to our email down below and uh, we will actually send you that meditation for free. Uh, It really helps us out when you guys share us. Um, We also would really appreciate it if you're on Apple listening to this on Apple Podcasts. Please, please, please rate our podcast. It really helps us reach more people. You can also use that to get a free meditation. If you rate us, you can take a screenshot of that and just send it to our email and we will also use that. Uh, Any one of those things will work and um is that everything, Hillary? I, I really, really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> My pile of bones is ready to be done. <laughs> that's everything. But we love you guys so much. Uh, just check out the below bar, the, the show notes, the nether region. And uh, oh, fancy. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next Monday. Have a good rest of your week.